to build, what to build. Oh, come on, Lucy. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin. Hello, dear citizens of the world. I'm Guy Neville. Or perhaps you know me better by my superhero name, guy o protector of Pflugerville. For today's act of harrowing heroism, I'm subbing in for Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat, to talk to you about the art of super invention. You know, people often ask me, guy o I want to be just like you but I don't have any awesome superpowers. But they're wrong. Everyone has superpowers, even you. You have the power of imagination, the power of creation, and the power of invention. And with powers like these, you can change the world. I mean, look at me. I used the power of invention to turn a dog leash into a tool for justice and good. The truth is, though, that being a hero doesn't just take invention, it takes dedication. Doing the right thing, saving the planet, coming up with a name like Guy-O-Matic, <laughs> this stuff isn't easy. But just because being a hero isn't easy, doesn't mean it can't be fun. Which is why today, I've chosen an invention that isn't just powerful, it's rad. I'm talking about the galaxy traveling surfboard of the one and only Silver Surfer. Now, just like Guy-O-Matic was born Guy Neville, Silver Surfer was born Norin Rad. He was born on the planet Zenla, part of an extremely long-lived and technologically advanced humanoid race, which had created a worldwide utopia with no crime, disease, hunger, poverty, or want of any kind. So basically, if you lived on Zen La, life was good. But all that easy living made Zen La forget to maintain their galactic defense system. So, when one day a menacing alien arrived, the people of Zen La had no security in place to stop it. A council of scientists chose Norin Rad to go and talk with the dangerous invader. They gave Norin a spaceship and off he flew until he was face to giant face with the invader. Galactus, the World Devourer. Ah. Now, Galactus is a space being that is so big and powerful that for lunch he eats planets, and for dinner he eats planets, and for breakfast, yep, you guessed it, planets. So for little Norin Rad, there wasn't a lot he could do to fight Galactus, but Norin was brave and smart and decided instead of trying to fight Galactus, he would offer him something, himself. Specifically, he offered to work for Galactus as his herald, which is the name of a person who shows up early and does all the preparation, so that when their boss arrives, everything is ready. Nord would fly into space and fight new worlds for Galactus to eat in exchange for Galactus sparing Zedla. Galactus agreed. But if you want to be a herald for someone as powerful as Galactus, you have to look impressive. So Galactus transformed Rad into a silver-skinned, 
cosmic-powered super big. Next came transportation. The Herald of Galactus couldn't be driving around in an old, boring spaceship, so he provided Nord with a cosmic board that resembled a surfboard. The Silver Surfer's board is built of an unknown material and is covered with the same silvery glaze that the surfer's body is covered with, making the surfboard resistant to pretty much all forms of physical damage. Few forces, short of the cosmic power of Galactus, could affect the board at all. The surfboard is controlled by the Silver Surfer's thoughts, and although the surfer could use his own cosmic powers to fly without it, the surfboard lets him fly without using any of his own energy. Why swim when you can catch a wave? The Silver Surfer's surfboard can also go 99% of the speed of light, so it's real fast. The surfboard is linked to the Silver Surfer and always finds its way back to him, even if it's stolen or lost. But this isn't why the Silver Surfer loves the board. He loves it because it allows him to travel through space with style and a great view. He can see all the beauty around him, and it's big enough to carry a second passenger. In fact, he offered Spider-Man the chance to ride with him, but Spidey instead asked Silver Surfer to take his girlfriend and space fan girl, Mary Jane. Talk about a good BF. Now, you might have noticed Silver Surfer had made a deadly deal. He had saved his home, but he now had to find other planets for Galactus to eat, which meant he has to fly all over the galaxy to find planets with no life so that people don't die. This isn't easy. It means that Silver Surfer can never rest and must always be searching. But whether they're searching for the endless summer, a perfect wave, or a perfect planet, a surfer knows it's not about destination, it's all about the ride. Hello, my fellow supers. I'm Guy Neville. Or perhaps you know me better by my superhero name, guy o protector of Pflugerville. As a hero, I do a lot of heroic things. Like right now, I'm heroically subbing in for Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat, to talk to you about the art of super invention. <laughs> no, 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 you don't have to applaud. It's just part of being Guy-O-Matic. Okay, I guess you can applaud a little. <laughs> As a superhero, I don't just save the world, I inspire it. Every person I meet, I heroically try to inspire to be the best, most super version of themselves they can be. To do this, I heroically inform them that they too have superpowers. That's right, you heard me. Everyone has superpowers, even you. You have the power of imagination, the power of creation, and the power of invention. And with powers like these and a bit of hard work, you can change the world. But don't try to change Pflugerville. I, I got that under control already. Now, some of you might have heard about my famous dirt bike, which totally won the race with Lucy Wow's bathtub car, no matter what you've heard. <laughs> but I'm not the only hero that has to get around in a hurry. Saving the world means traveling the world. And when it comes to traveling and world saving, no one is better than the Fantastic Four. The Fantastic Four are astronauts who got exposed to cosmic radiation in space that gave them superpowers. 
Reed Richards, the team captain of the Fantastic Four, is able to stretch his body super far. But even more impressive than his body stretching power is his brain's ability to stretch the bounds of possibility. So when it was time to get a vehicle that could take the Fantastic Four on adventures, he decided to build it himself. He stretched his brain and stretched it until he came up with the idea for the Fantastic Car. The Fantastic Car was shaped like a big bucket that let all the Fantastic Four stand inside while they flew over the city. It was affectionately referred to as the Flying Bathtub. Oh! Oh, wow! Just like Lucy Wow! The Flying Bathtub was so fun that the Fantastic Four did just use it for missions, but started using it for everyday errands as well. I mean, who would want to fly to the store for milk in a giant super tub? But as cool as the Fantastic Car was, Reed wasn't satisfied. He went back to the lab and started experimenting until he created the Fantastic Car MK2. Now, even though it had the same basic name as the Flying Tub, there was no mistaking this one for a bathroom appliance. It was a slick, cutting-edge flying car that could carry 1,200 pounds at up to 60 miles per hour for 200 miles. Wow! Or it could break into four separate cars, each capable of carrying 30 miles per hour speeds for up to 100 miles. Just imagine if our cars could split into four different cars. That would mean a single car could get a dad to go to the doctor, mom to go to the dentist, a dog to the vet, and me to the ice cream parlor all at the same time. The only problem with the MK2 was that it didn't have a very good security system, so it was always getting stolen. Deadpool stole it, Wolverine stole it, Dr. Doom stole it, it was time for an upgrade. Now, Reed could have just built a better lock, I suppose, but that's not the Fantastic Four way. So instead, he upgraded the whole car. The new Fantastic Car is a 27-foot hybrid vertical takeoff and landing craft combining electric-powered fan lift and jet turbine thrust that yields maximum fuel efficiency. Basically, it's awesome. It's the Guy-O-Matic of flying cars. It can go 550 miles per hour with all four members of the Fantastic Four on board. It can fly up to 30,000 feet. It also has twin mini planes on board that can detach and fly independently off the mothercraft. These are stowed on board with one wing up and are released and captured by a big metal arm that shoots out of the car's chassis. Huh, <laughs> I should get some of those for the dirt bike. Now, while there's no doubt that a car that can fly that fast, go that far, and do all that cool stuff is a great tool for heroism, it's not the tool that makes the hero, it's how the tool is used. So, however you travel, be it by bike, dirt bike, flying car, or just your own two feet, what's important is that you be heroic when you've arrived. Hello, my fellow supers. I'm Guy Neville. Or perhaps you know me better by my superhero name, Guy Omatic, protector of Flugerville. As a hero, I do a lot of heroic things. Like right now, I'm heroically subbing in for Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat, to talk to you about the art of super invention. No, 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 you don't have to applause. <laughs> it's just a part of being Guy-O-Matic. But you know, as a superhero, I don't just save the world, I inspire it. 
every person I meet, I try to inspire to be the best, most super version of themselves they can be. To do this, I heroically inform them that they too have superpowers. That's right, you heard me. Everyone has superpowers, even you. You have the power of imagination, the power of creation, and the power of invention. And with powers like these, and a bit of hard work, you can change the world. But uh, don't try to change Lugerville. I got that under control already. When it comes to using the power of invention to rise above your obstacles and become super, there isn't a better example than Barbara Gordon. Or, as you may know her, Batgirl. Even as a young girl, Barbara wanted nothing more than to be a superhero. She and her best friend, Marcy, would spend endless hours designing superhero costumes and heroic identities for themselves. Now, unlike Superman or Wonder Woman, Barbara couldn't fly or deflect bullets, but she was smart and tough, which meant she had the same powers as another superhero, Gotham City's Batman. Barbara wanted to be just like Batman and tried to learn everything that she could about him, but it wasn't easy, after all. Batman is mysterious. When Barbara was 13, her parents passed away and she was adopted by her uncle, Jim Gordon, a police captain in Gotham City, home of Batman. She was excited to be living in the same city as her hero, but she never thought she'd get to see him. But then, to her surprise, one evening, she snuck downstairs to discover her uncle talking to Batman himself. Barbara had no idea that her adoptive father actually worked with the mysterious Dark Knight. She was super excited, but uh, too nervous to ask for an autograph. Having been in the same room with Batman made him seem more real to Barbara, and it inspired her to turn her dream into a reality. So she enrolled in martial arts classes, where she dominated and earned her black belt. But Batman isn't just a fighter, he's a thinker and an inventor. So Barbara also committed herself to education. Gifted with a photographic memory, she easily rose through the ranks and graduated from college before she was even 18. Wow! Oh boy, that is impressive. Now a college graduate, she asked her uncle about joining the police academy, but Jim laughed at her, claiming that she didn't even meet the height requirements, much less the age requirement to fight crime. It was frustrating, and Barbara could have quit to give up on her dream, but that's not what a superhero or a superhero inventor does. Instead of quitting, Barbara sewed a stylish feminine version of Batman's costume and started to invent tools that would help her fight crime. She built a utility belt to hold all of her homemade inventions, like her bat-shaped boomerangs, called a batarangs, smoke bombs, and bat-shaped grappling hook. She invented a special bat mask, or cowl, with special changing lenses. With the breast of a button, she could have telescopic vision or microscopic vision, x-ray vision or thermal vision. Oh, talk about cool specs. And just like Guy-O-Matic, Batgirl needed a cool ride. So she built the Batcycle, a specifically modified motorcycle with a built-in crime detection lab. And just like that, thanks to the power of invention, Batgirl was ready to start crime fighting just like Batman. And she did. And when she did, she was mysterious. For years, Batgirl roamed the streets of Gotham, using her inventions to protect the citizens. And then a life-changing encounter with the Joker made her lose the use of her legs. Once again, Barbara could have quit in the face of her problems. And once again, 
she invented a solution instead. Recognizing she could no longer be the same superhero she had been, Barbara devoted all of her time to inventing a new way to fight against crime. Soon she had developed one of the world's most complex and most powerful computer systems. With this system, she was able to solve crimes from her specially designed wheelchair and save lives with the push of a button on her laptop. It took time, but eventually Barbara Gordon was able to see that her disability had turned her into a more powerful superhero than she could have ever imagined. She was much more than Batgirl now, so she renamed herself Oracle. As Oracle, her disability wasn't a disability at all. It was a superpower. But it's not the superpower that makes the hero. It's how the hero uses the power. And thankfully, Barbara uses her superpower to make the world a better, more inclusive place. Well, folks, we've come to the end of another Guy Neville's Power of Super Invention podcast. Come back next week when I'll be covering more super inventors and super inventions. And while you're waiting, you do realize there are just a slew of shows that take place in Pflugerville, right? It's true! There's Bobby Wonder, who's trying to protect Pflugerville from Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn, inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat Kapow. Lucy goes big, and then she goes bigger. Oh, and if you like strange and spooky stories, you should check out R.L. Stein's Story Club. That's a real winner. I'm in the club, so I get to hear all the stories. And you can too. Uh, keep on the lights, folks. Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein's Story Club, wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll find your way. And don't forget, Friday's Listener Mailbag. If you've got a question about the world of Go Kid Go shows, Pflugerville, or little old me, send it to Guy at GoKidGo.com. You might get your question read live on the show. It's very exciting. Have yourself an inventive day. Make something, build something, go big, and then go bigger. Until next time, this is Guy O'Matic signing off. Go, kid, go! Go, kid, go! 